Hello, and welcome to FinTech Impact. I'm your host, Jason Pereira. Today on the show, I have Rafael Loredo, CEO of Wealth.com. Wealth.com, besides having the most incredible URL for a fintech firm imaginable, is a estate planning platform that allows for advisors and clients to collaboratively work on estate plans and produce like legal estate documents and not only just make it a one-off, but make it part of the entire continuing advisor's value proposition. And with that, here's my interview with Rafael. Rafael, thanks for your time today. Hey, Jason, thank you for having me. Super excited to be here today. My pleasure. I'm just sorry I narrowly missed you at Future Proof when we were both there. So next time. So Rafael Loredo of Wealth.com. Tell us about Wealth.com. I love how you say my last name, Jason. But a little bit about Wealth.com. <laughs> we are the only tech-led end-to-end state planning platform built specifically for financial advisors to help them get their clients set up with high-quality estate planning documents available in 51 jurisdictions. Wow. Okay. So we're going to dive into that specifically around the generating of documents because that raises all kinds of questions. But tell me about how Wealth.com came to be. Absolutely. So it it was actually a need. So before Wealth.com, I was involved with another startup, right? Uh, It was a fraud prevention global company. We had all office all over the world, including Brazil, US, Europe, Singapore. We sold that company uh, beginning of COVID. As part of that process, I had to get my state planning order, my documents in order, right? My financial advisor said, hey, go meet with this person. You should have a state plan in place. So right there, point number one, lack of education. I did not have a proper state plan. So I went through the process. And Jason, this actually brings me back to an article that you wrote during COVID, the digital stable stakes. I'm, I mean, seriously, yep. it's a perfect fit, right? I go to I go to this office, pen and paper. First thing that the, the lawyer asks is, hey, what are your assets? Really easy to do 20, 25 years ago. But in this day and age, when you have crypto, NFT, crowdsourcing, real estate, it is complicated, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to take time. Again, second issue. I did not have a holistic view of all my assets, right? Put this all together. And the first reaction that I got was from my wife saying, oh my God, I was not aware of some of these assets, right? So there was a concern there. But I went to the process, paid a couple thousand dollars. And when this is all done, the documentation just went to my shelf to collect dust, right? So going through this process, we the people from the previous startup, we got together and we were discussing like, oh my gosh, we all went to these. There's a lot of space for improvement here. What can we do, right? Can we create a solution that combines asset aggregation or a holistic view of your assets and then use this information to keep your state planning always up to date? Why does state plan have to be a one and done, right? Because you move, you have a new beneficiary, you buy a house, you, 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 you cross a tax threshold. And then your state planning is stale. So that's the goal of the solution, right? Create an intelligent platform, having the financial device as the quarterback of the relationship to keep your state planning always up to date and optimized. Excellent. So uh, thanks for the plug. I appreciate the, um, <laughs> that article. Also, my articles typically come out of frustration with the industry. So that was a funny story there. But the, what I love about what you're talking about there it's it's the entire at, the, at its core. It's about taking a part of the planning process and moving it from the static periodic thing to living, 
right? Like this has been kind of an objective of the industry with financial planning and, you know, financial planning softwares are starting to get there. But but you're doing with estate planning, which is, again, I think the real opportunity is not in challenging necessarily these big planning softwares that exist out there, because that's a big spend. But it's all the stuff that people, the parts of the financial planning cycle that people are not paying enough attention to, the tax, estate, and insurance part. Those are those are three big opportunities and three enormous needs that have their own complexity. So commend you for, for, for saying there's got to be a better way, but then actually creating one. So talk to me about the experience of dealing with your wealth.com platform. So I am an advisor. I meet with my client. What does that experience look like for the both of us as I take them through this journey? Absolutely. So uh, we have a uh, we have a portal, right, for both the advisor and for the client, right? So the client can go to the experience at any time, 24 hours a day, including weekends by themselves and go through the process, right? We have a very, we spend millions of dollars on the UX to be very easy to use, right? So we, we hold your hand throughout the process, right? And then uh, at the end of the process, you get your estate plan documents. In the meantime, we keep the advisory fall, right? Uh, we, we provide the intelligence to both parties. For example, if you have kids that are older than 20, 18 years old, we know that. So we provide a notification to the financial advisor. We provide a notification to the end user saying, hey, you should get your kids. Going now, they're now ready to go to college. Some documents in place, right? The other thing we do too is like we do tax projection, and that's why when you sit with your financial advisor and based on your assets set up, you can actually project five, 10, 50 years ahead of time to see if you should uh, act and make some change to your state plan to optimize it, right, and reduce taxes. Not only this, I mean the advisor dashboard. If the if the if the financial advisor chooses not to use the advice dashboard, they can select, they can use their preferred CRM. So we push all this intelligence to Salesforce, to Redtail, to Wealthbox, and this list is expanding. Excellent. And I mean, another interesting thing, Jason, that I, that you mentioned mm-hmm. previously is it's not only producing the documents, right? So we produce the documents at any time, 24 hours a day. You don't have to schedule a meeting with a lawyer. You can actually go to the process at your own pace, at your own time, Yep. Midnight, if you choose to. At the end of the process, after the document's done, we create a visual ledger. And that's when you're going to sit down with your advisor and say, hey, here's my state plan. Here's the setup. Here's everything I choose. And then you're going to discuss with, with your financial advisor. That visualizer provides some simulations or I should say scenarios, right? If you pass away first, here's what's going to happen. If your wife passes away first, here's what's going to happen. If both of you pass away, Here's what's going to happen. And then you can optimize for your life situation. Excellent. So the big monkey in the, or sorry, the big elf in the room when it comes to this, that everybody asked me is like, hold on a sec. Like, how is this not me acting as a lawyer? And that's got to be offside. So how is it that it's safe for financial advisors to do this? Absolutely. Excellent question. So we actually engaged lawyers before, be- before we even start the company. We engaged the best law firm in the U.S. to help us with unlawful, unlawful practice law. And we mm-hmm. said, hey, show us where we can stay in the process. Show us how to educate the financial advisor so they're not crossing any lines. So that's why when I said the end client go to the workflow at their, their own pace, at their own time, they are the ones making the decision. The fina- what the financial advisor can do is help answer some questions provide factual information. They know your name. They know your wife's name. They know the beneficiary name. They can help you with that part to save you time. But you 
the end client makes all the decisions. It's not the financial advisors making decisions for you, right? So that's where we, we try to separate things. So effectively, you've taken the concept of like an online will kit, right? And there's, there's different players in this market, but you've allowed it to be enabled by the advisor, giving them transparency, giving them the ability to support the clients uh, in terms of the information and have discussions. But at the end of the day, because it's client initiated on the decision side, and I'm not the one picking who gets what, at the end of the day, the client is the one making the decisions, thereby falling into the same realm as the online will kit. And then you round that out with various tools around planning, which fall right back into the advisor's wheelhouse. But again, at no point am I the one actually saying, hey, well, I mean, not, am I the one actually entering into the, the system, what will go into the document, which will become the will. So essentially, because that action is not being undertaken, I'm, clean, I'm free and clear is what you're saying. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. And it's not only will. Right? We, 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 yeah. we produce wills, we produce revocable trusts, advanced healthcare directives, power of attorney, guardianships. I mean, we can help you with all these documents. I love it. So, all right. So you have a bunch of integrations pushing this information in there. That's fantastic. One of the things I really liked about the demos I've seen with you guys is you thought through a lot of things that kind of help grease the wheels and move things faster along, right? So one example we gave of something you gave of something functional is someone basically moves and they don't think to update their will. How are you basically triggering that reminder in the background? I love this question because it happened to me, right? I mean, talking to people, talking to uh, even investors. Uh, I was talking to an investor. I cannot disclose his name or company, but uh, he said, hey, Rafael, I moved from Palo Alto to Seattle. And I, thought the, I did not realize that my estate plan was not valid or optimized for Washington. I mean, people don't know that. There is a lot of lack of education in this space. And that's where we come in. We want to make this, this process transparent to the client and to the advisor. Right. So what we do in the platform is uh, one of the things we ask when you when you onboard is to connect your assets. Right. You can connect if you already have your assets at e-money or some of the aggregated. It's on the roadmap for us to pull this information. But if you don't, you can use the wealth.com platform to connect your real estate, to connect Carta and download all your shares, to connect Coinbase, Coin Market Cap. We can help you with crypto chip, and then we also connect to fifteen thousand financial institutions. But to your question specifically, what we do have is an API call with Zillow. So if you put your real estate within wealth.com, we get a notification that house has been sold. So we're going to prompt you. And we're also going to notify the advisor. Again, the advisor is always in the center of the relationship that you sold your house. And we're going to ask, hey, have you moved? And you say, yes. Where did you move to? Oh, a new state. And you're going to say Florida. We're going to update your, 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 are you okay if we update your state plan? Yes, that's it. That's all it takes. You get a new document optimized for Florida, and then you have to notarize, and, and then you're done. It's not a one-and-done solution. The goal for us is to keep evolving. And what makes us different from everybody else, if I would go there, is a, a, we're a tech-led solution. We try mm -hmm. to solve everything with software, right? We, we try to keep all the intelligence. As your life evolves, you don't have to think about it. We're going to think for you. And we're going to keep you and your advice always notified. Excellent. I love that. It's little things that people don't think that you found a way to digitally trigger and to give them a nudge, right? So the, the, the thoughtfulness of that, I really appreciate it. Now, one other thing that I really found fascinating, well, I mean, I've seen, I've seen instances of this, but I think you guys did a really slick in, integration of this was your estate extractor. So someone's already got estate documents, right? They want to basically make sure, well, we want to make sure that the estate plan's solid. You've basically utilized OCR and artificial intelligence to extract the information in that will and populate a profile. So, care to share how you've managed to implement that? 
Yeah, a little bit of history here, right? So when we are working with financial advisors, we were only able to help half of their wallet, people that did not have state plan, right? So we're like, okay, let's help them get their state plan in place. But what about the other half? They already have state plan in place. They're happy with their documents. We were not able to help them. And that's where a financial advisor like, hey, what can we do here? How can we partner so I can help 100% of my customers and I can provide them this intelligence? That's where we introduce Esther, mm-hmm. our AI legal system. So what Esther does is uh, you can actually upload existing state plan documents not created by wealth.com. We are going to OCR it, read all that data, and then use proprietary machine learning. So it's not a large language model. It's not GPT. We're not creating anything new. This model is trained to read and understand state plan documents. That's it, right? So we read these documents. We identify all the entities, and entities being names, location, cardinality, dates, and then we create a summary for the financial advisor. And the goal here, Jason, is to provide a visualizer, right? Say, hey, here is the current state plan document for Bob Smith. Here's all the setup. Is this still good? And if this is not good, now that the data is within wealth.com, you can use the platform to restate that document and keep always up to date. So now we can help 100% of the financial advisor customers, not only the ones that don't have state planning, but also the ones that do have. Excellent. So you got that, you got the visualization tool, which I mean, there's other, I've seen some companies have visualization tools in their financial planning software, but here you're actually going to the source documents. And that is far more of a easily understandable thing for for consumers than going through the documents themselves. So makes sense. Now let's talk about the actual like planning side of this, right? It's not just about producing the will. It's not just about updating the information. It's also about basically being able to do estate planning. So talk to me about what you built there. Yeah. So uh, with this information, knowing the setup of your assets, setup of your family, the intelligence of the platform, we are always trying to optimize the state plan documents, right? In this case, like a trust, right? You have a blended family. If you do have a blended family, we're going to include a marital subtrust. Do you want to distribute your assets at different age to your, to your descendants? That can also be done. Are you about to cross? I mean, we have the, 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 the tax, tax act, job act, I mean, expiring sunset in 2025, right? So are you crossing that threshold? So we can, you can use the platform to actually project the next five, 10 years and then take action based on that information to change your estate plan, to gift some of your assets before you cross that threshold to save taxes. Excellent. So you're basically very, again, financial planning software, we can do a bunch of this stuff, but it's never quite as deep as it could be within something that's specific to estate planning, right? So you're building that purpose built, which I mean, allows you to focus on just that and kind of be best in class in that if you possibly can. So how does, what's the interconnection there between the planning software and the actual will piece, right? Like how does their feedback mechanism or is it just educating the client to basically go back and make those changes? So, I mean, excellent point. Something I want to mention here. Usually when you're using these planning software, financial advisors, I mean, they only see what you want to see. And this happened to me, right? I was working with my financial advisor and uh, he only saw the assets that I wanted him to see and manage, right? Mm -hmm. So what about the crypto? What about real estate? What about the baseball card collection? I mean, they don't care about these, right? So with wealth, you actually get a, you have your planning software and you also see everything else that your client has, right? Everything else that's going on the estate planning process. So it gives you that holistic view of the situation. Now, going back to your question, 
Yeah. So what we do is uh, we we have connections to fifteen thousand financial institutions, like I was saying, with Carta, with Coinbase, and we we act as Zillow. We actually pull that data once a day, so we're constantly refreshing your assets. But let's say in the case that you're already using money, money, e-money or Money Guide Pro or any other altruist, we still don't have integration for some of these, but uh, some of the integrations are going to be announced soon. And the plan is to use the same process and pull the data on a like, daily basis to use this information to op- optimize state planning. We're not trying to manage your money. That's never our goal. Our goal is to use the information, your assets set up to optimize your state plan. Excellent. Yeah, it's one of these things where we're slowly moving towards the properly integrated data world a little bit more every day. Unfortunately, we're doing it in the dumbest way possible, which is basically still leaving everything in silos and having to integrate this data all across the board. But it is what it is. There's no perfect solution. So I'm glad you're doing that, especially when it comes to estate planning, because like I had to think the number of times where someone receives a large sum of money from an inheritance or sells a house and parks some of that investment, like things change constantly. And, you know, catching all these little things and how they impact the estate plan is something that basically is a challenge, right? Because the clients don't necessarily tell you as soon as it happens. The fact that they can, you know, you can either be sucked in or they can enter it. And then there's triggers to basically say, hold on a second, everybody, we need to talk is, is incredibly powerful. 100%. I mean, that's, uh, that's why we, we, we see the, I mean, there is no wealth.com without the financial advisor, right? So we, we want to keep that channel always open. We want to provide you all the inputs as your clients are living their lives. We want to keep you ping you wherever you are, right? So you, if you prefer to receive the ping within wealth.com, you can go to the dashboard. If you prefer to receive that ping on Salesforce, because that's your CRM, we're going to go there because we know, and that's one thing I, I keep hearing from financial advisors, like, Raphael, don't give me another tool. I already have like 10 different tools. I hear you. I'm going to make it easy. You know, I'm going to work and I'm going to provide the information wherever you are at any time. I mean, that's the goal for, for us. And I mean, Jason, I mean, I don't know how it is in Canada, but at, at least in the US, there's a lot of blue, uh, blue ocean for state planning. Oh, there's, no, there's no dominant player here. It is, uh, I would say, like almost irresponsible. The amount of people, I mean, just to give you a metric, 68% of Americans making more than $100,000 a year, 68% don't have state planning. And the 32% that do, I mean, some of, the, some of them, I mean, the, the state plan is completely outdated. So what happened is people only think about this either when they lose someone, right, at the worst time possible, or when some, someone famous passes away. And the thing that blows my mind is even like these famous people, which you think, hey, they have millions of dollars. They should be all set. I was like, I think I, 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 I read somewhere about Aretha Franklin, the singer. Oh, I mean, they found hers in, in the couch cushions. That Every couch cushions. Like, how about Prince? No estate plan. No estate plan, Prince. Like, it is, it is bonkers. And, and, but here's the thing I will say about that. I'm not surprised. Why? Because you're combining administration and death. Like, is there anything, combination of things that people dislike more? Like, that, that's the reality of it. And when you throw on, you, you throw on the concept of lawyers, and you know, like, look, I got lots of lawyer friends. Let's face it, most people don't want to go lawyer till they, unless they have to, right? And the first thing is the cost, or what's this going to take in time? So it's not the easiest, least friction thing. So there's, where's the incentives aligning the consumer to some sort of platform that's going to update them regularly? No, it's a, it's a responsibility. Responsibilities are easily ignored, right? So I think the only, the only 
true like incentive system that exists is if you are dealing with, if you specifically opt into a quote unquote comprehensive financial planner, where this is part of the scope of work and they look at their compensation on the AUM or fees or whatever as being part of the entire picture, that is an alignment. But unless that was a requirement, the reality is it's very easy for advisors to say, no, I just handle the investing or just handle the investing and planning and then leave it alone. So where's the incentive? Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say these advisors will be losing space pretty soon, right? Because uh, something you even mentioned on this call when you said, hey, the financial planning tools are getting there. They're evolving fast, which means they're setting up the playing field, right? And now everybody's going to be using the same tools, right? So how do you distinguish yourself? How do you distinguish your practice, right? So I think that's where financial planning, tax planning, state planning got to be part of your holistic approach, right? I was actually at Future Proof when I, we missed each other. And uh, I was talking to one of my advisors and he said, hey, uh, this morning, sorry, I was late to a meeting because uh, one of my clients, their parents passed away. And they, of course, they did not have state plan. But the advisor was the first person they called because that's what usually happens, right? They know, I mean, they know about your life. They know about your financial situation. So what we're betting on is uh, state planning needs to be part of your portfolio. It needs to be something you offer your clients because they already trust you. They're already talking to you day in, day out. It just makes sense. And you are the one always prod them along. Hey, how come you don't have a state plan? I mean, you have kids. They're going to college. Let's do it. Half the job is nagging. Yes. Half the job is nagging. So absolutely. So uh, before, and for the record, I am not like most advisors. I really don't complain about getting another tool, but I know I drive my staff insane when I do that. So. So basically, before we wrap up and I ask you the final questions, I do have to ask the question, and I heard this story, but I want to share with everybody else. How the heck did you get the namewealth.com? Because when you guys came on stage at Future Proof to do the demo, all I heard was, I think get that URL. That's all I can. <laughs> uh, it was not easy. I mean, someone acquired this domain 20 years ago when uh, it did not cost anything to, to uh, register the domain. And this person got like 2,000 domains. And among these domains, wealth.com. And he just sat on it. For 20 years, there's actually an article from uh, the Wall Street Journal in 2009 that says, who is, the title of the article is, who is going to buy wealth.com? We did. I mean, it took a lot of negotiation. It was not easy, but we wanted something that, uh, it was more than state plan, right? I mean, we want to provide you a holistic, a holistic solution, a digital solution that encompass your state plan life with, with the advisor in the center of the relationship. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, as someone who's negotiated with cyber squatters in the past, they will always start off ridiculously high and you basically can get them down if you just work on it. Because at the end of the day, that guy sat on zero ROI for 20 years. I mean, at some point you got to say to yourself, you know, enough's enough. So not surprising. The Okay. So before we wrap up, I have three questions I finish with every time and a positive note. The first one is if you had one wish for something to get changed in your company or the industry as a whole, what would it be? I think it's more than the industry. and. Uh... I hate to go back to your article, Digital Stable Stakes, but it is. Oh, please endorse my Yeah, in the age of COVID, right? How come we cannot do the entire process from home, from beginning to end, and get the documentation all certified from home? So if I have, uh, so my gripe is with the government. I think uh, they're behind, behind the curve. They need to move fast. I mean, you can sell companies using DocuSign. How come you cannot create your, your estate plan from the comfort of your house? The reality is, is that it's amazing. The legal tech world has moved even less than the financial advisor tech world, I'd say. And the, and the bridge between those is even smaller. 
And it's um, people get entrenched in their own ways. And there's op- and they, people think there's obstacles, but you're right. Like I can order anything, almost anything to my house within a day with Amazon. Right. Yet, meanwhile, like, no, I got to go to an office downtown and drive there and park and then get asked a bunch of questions that they only ask when they basically when I get there and then get back to them and then go back and forth over email and then come in for a signing meeting. Like, you know, it is it is just it is just ridiculous in this day and age. Right. Like the reality is as much as it may sound a little bit superfluous, but if we can get down to the point where I can just do this on my phone, that would be really ideal because at the end of the day, convenience is going to mean people do the things that are important faster. 100 percent yes uh, i mean that that's one i mean that's that's the one of the reasons 68 percent of the americans don't have a state plan is all the attrition is all the uh, the fact that you have to find a lawyer you have to schedule a meeting you have to get your documentation it's wet signature most of the time yeah administrate well i mean you're also the some of those states have passed laws that say i have to sign when i use apple pay to which every time i do that i'm like who like thought this was a good idea like like a, an ink squiggle is somehow more secure than my face print. Like, explain this to me, right? Anyway, so firstly, I mean, uh, you know, all kinds of encryption in wet ink. <laughs> Give me a break. Anyway, so uh, second question for you has been, what's been the biggest challenge in the company where it is today? We actually covered this during this, uh, this podcast, Jason, is talking to financial advisors. I mean, there's always a reluctance. And if you've been in this business for a long time, say, hey, what about my lawyer? Right. Am I in any sort of trouble if I do this? And that's one thing that we try to educate our customers. Right? There's a lot of material we provide and say, hey, look, we invest thousands of dollars to make sure that the, you protect it. Right? If you stay in your lane, you're not making the decision for the end user. And again, I mean, that's one thing we didn't cover so far. But uh, if you still want to talk to a lawyer, we have a network of lawyers in every jurisdiction. So we don't, we don't make any money with it. We actually negotiate these rates and the, the, the money goes straight to the lawyer so you can talk to a lawyer. But what we notice is 92% of our clients go through the process without speaking with a lawyer, but it's available in case they want to. And there will be situations where, and I, and I mean, it's important for me to highlight, we know our lanes. For example, if you're going through the process and you say, hey, I have a special needs child, at that moment, we're going to say, okay, let me put you in touch with a lawyer. And that's when we transfer you to a lawyer. So it's a, it's a hybrid solution. So convincing the advisors you're not doing anything wrong. We, we invest a lot of capital here to protect you and protect ourselves. I mean, we're not in this business to be sued. That would be the biggest challenge. Yeah, no kidding. Perfect. So, okay. And the last question is, what keeps you getting up in the morning every day to keep on fighting the good fight that is starting a fintech from scratch and, 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 and clawing your way up to profitability? <laughs> you know, I'm always talking to my, to my wife, right? That's my, that's my fourth startup, right? This time um, as a founder. The other times I, w- I was there as a C-level leadership, but uh, with Wealth.com as a founder. And I'm like, what, what am I doing again? I just sold a company, right? Not long ago. And uh, we're, back, we're back here again. It's the mission, truly. I mean, I feel like there's no dominant player in this place. There is no Microsoft or Google that we have to displace. There's nothing. And uh, it's a huge blue ocean. I'm not saying it's easy, but, but uh, it's a challenge that makes us excited about it because uh, people only realize they need state planning at the worst moment possible. I lost my dad, I lost my mom, and now I'm going to fight with my brothers because nothing is written. Right. And, and money makes you do that. And then uh, this le- your legacy now is in jeopardy. Right. So uh, 
I think the mission for me is the most important thing. It uh, makes us uh, wake up every morning super excited to create a company that's tech-led, right? So when I when I talk to you about the visualizer, when I talk to you about the, the intelligence layer, everything is instantaneous. It's not, you have to wait for seven days. You have to wait for three days for someone to review. Everything we do is digitally led. And uh, we want to speak with the new generation, right? The new generation, that, I mean, they want to be able to solve everything using their phones, using their computers, at night, midnight, weekends. And we want to be there for them, making this process really easy. Yeah. I'm going to add one piece of advice to anyone listening as an advisor. Too often I hear things like, well, I don't have the time to add another service offering to what I'm doing, which my response is typically, that's because you designed your business that way. You know, left our own devices, we will find ways to fill our time. So either A, consider, are you servicing too many clients in the first place to be effective at everything? And B, are your, are your processes streamlined and efficient enough and digitized enough to enable you to do stuff like this? Because you should be able to go through a planning cycle for, for a client, assuming you're not dealing with a near infinite number of clients. Anyway, that's my little last piece of advice. So, Rafael, thank you so much for your time. Jason, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this conversation. Absolutely. So that was Rafael Loredo, CEO of Wealth.com. And if you are looking for a financial planning software, well, if you're looking for an estate planning software that will enable you to basically actually help produce the client's estate plan, then this is the place to go. And uh, I'm green with envy at the lack of ability to do this again. So as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, take care. This podcast was brought to you by Woodgate Financial, an award-winning financial planning firm catering to high net worth individuals and their families. To learn more, go to woodgate.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, or find more episodes at jasonperera.ca.